Velkommen til denne udsendelse fra Tronsvore. Lyt med og vær velsignet. Thank you, Christina and the team for leading us in that beautiful time of worship. Tak, Christina, fordi du har ledt os i en vidunderlig lovsang. It's such a joy to be here with you tonight. Og det er sådan en glæde at være her med jer i aften. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord? Er du glad for at være i Guds hus? Our God deserves all the praise and the glory. Vores Gud fortjener al ære og pris. I, I really thank God for giving me this privilege to be here with you. Og jeg takker Herren for det privilegium at få lov at være her sammen med jer. And I want to thank uh, Pastor Erling and the, uh, the church and Pastor Steve for inviting me to come. Og jeg vil gerne takke Pastor Erling og kirken og Pastor Steven for at jeg måtte komme. I really enjoy every time I come here. I'm blessed by the the fellowship here with all of you. Og jeg nyder hver gang jeg kommer her og nyder fællesskabet med jer. And uh, you know I really believe God wants to do some amazing things. Og jeg tror virkelig Gud ønsker at gøre nogle fantastiske ting. You know God is always on the move. Gud han er altid i bevægelse. And our God calls us to follow him. Og Gud han vil at vi skal følge ham. God is never limited. Gud er aldrig begrænset. We worship the unlimited God. Men vi tilbeder den ubegrænsede Gud. Even as we sang those beautiful songs tonight. Og som vi sang de her vidunderlige sange her i aften. Our God is a great God. At vores Gud er en mægtig Gud. And he's got great things planned for each one of us. Og han har store ting planlagt for hver enkelt af os. And God always reserves the best for the last. Og Gud han gemmer altid det bedste til det sidste. As we draw closer to the coming of the Lord Jesus. Som vi nærmer os Jesu Kristi komme. The the glory of the Lord will begin to manifest in a in an amazing way. Så vil Herrens herlighed begynde at manifestere sig på en fantastisk måde. The Bible says the glory of the latter house will be greater than the former house. Og Herren siger at 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 herligheden skal være større i den senere kirke end i den første kirke. And God always calls us to look to him, to trust in him. Og Gud han vil altid at vi skal se hen til ham og have tillid til ham. You know many times we look at our own limitations. Nogle mange gange så ser vi på vores egne begrænsninger. We look at our circumstances. Og vi ser på vores omstændigheder. And our hearts become very troubled sometimes. Og vores hjerter kan blive lidt urolige. We wonder what will happen, Lord. Og så tænker vi, hvad vil der ske her? And sometimes we go through those seasons of discouragement and confusion. Og nogle gange går vi igennem de her tider af mismod og forvirring. You know, but our God is above all these things. Men vores Gud er over alle de her ting. And the Bible says that God is not the author of confusion. Og Bibelen siger, at det er ikke Gud der er ophav til forvirring. He's the God of peace. Han er en fredens Gud. I love this verse in 1 Corinthians 14:33. Og jeg elsker det her vers i 1. Korinther 14:33. In, in the church of God, God at, is not the author of confusion, but he's the God of peace. Hvor det står at Gud han er ikke forvirringens Gud, men han er fredens Gud. And the Bible says the God of peace will soon crush Satan under our feet. Og Bibelen siger at at, at fredens Gud skal snart knuse Satan under sine fødder. And when we go through challenges and difficulties, og når vi går igennem udfordringer og besværligheder, God wants us to cling on to him. Så vil Gud at vi skal hænge fast 
til ham. Because he is the God with answers. Fordi han er den Gud der svarer. You know, every time there's a question that comes up in our hearts. Hver gang der er et spørgsmål der dukker op i vores hjerter. Why Lord? Hvorfor her? Or why not? Eller hvorfor ikke? You know, we need to always look to God for answers. vi må altid se hen til Gud for at få svar. And even tonight I really believe God wants to give us some answers. Og også her i aften så tror jeg på at Gud han vil give os svar. And uh, you know the Lord uh, impressed on my heart to share with you this passage from Joel chapter 2. Og, og han han lagde på mit hjerte og delte det her med dig med Joel And fra Joel kapitel 2. So hvis du har din bibel med så gå med mig om i kapitel Joel eller om i Joels kapitel. How many of you would like to see revival in your own personal life? Hvor mange her vil gerne se vækkelse i dit eget personlige liv? How many of you would love to see revival in the church? Og hvor mange vil gerne se vækkelse i kirken? I believe God is going to do it. Og jeg tror på at Gud kommer til at gøre det. But every time God speaks of revival in the word of God, Men hver gang Gud han taler vækkelse i sit ord, He also gives us steps to get to that place of revival. Så giver han os også skridt til at komme til den vækkelse. And thank God for each one of our uh, our hearts desire to see God at work. Og pris hver Herren for hver enkels ønske om at se Herren virke. So tonight I want to share with you five things that will bring that revival into our lives. Så so i aften så vil jeg gerne dele fem ting som vil er medvirkende til at bringe den vækkelse i vores liv. And those five things are also the steps for revival in the body of Christ. Og de fem skridt er også fem skridt til at se vækkelse i Kristi lame. Anytime God wants to do some amazing things. Hver gang Gud vil gøre nogle mægtige ting. He always calls his people to go back to his word. Så vil han altid få sit folk til at komme tilbage til hans ord. See the word of God is our foundation. Forstår du Guds ord er vores grundvold. And Jesus said that repeatedly. He said if you would build on my words then you will stand on this rock. Og det sagde han også til Peter at hvis du vil bygge på mit ord så vil du stå på den her klippe. And when the storms of life come against that building. Og når livets storme slår imod den her bygningsværk. That building will stand because it has been built on the word of God. Så vil bygningen stå fordi den er bygget på Guds ord. So that applies to our personal lives and it applies to our families, it applies to the church. Så det appellerer både til vores personlige liv til vores familie og til kirken. See our God is a God of principles. Vores Gud han er en Gud af principper. And every time we read scripture, God gives us principles as to how we need to build our lives. Og ved hvert skriftord der giver han os principper til hvordan vi skal bygge det ind i vores liv. And it's important we also understand that the God of the Old Testament is also the God of the New Testament. Og det er også vigtigt at vi forstår at den Gud der var Gud i det gamle testamente er den samme Gud i det nye testamente. You know we all love the new covenant through the Lord Jesus Christ. Vi elsker jo alle den nye pagt ved Jesus Kristus. But if there was no old covenant then you will there's nothing called new without the old. Men hvis ikke der var noget nyt, så var det jo heller ikke noget gammelt. And the Bible says that a, a man with wisdom will take from treasures of old and new and bring out God's purposes. Og Bibelen siger, at en vis mand vil drage op skattene både fra det gamle og det nye 
Testamente. And it's important we get a good understanding of the Old Testament and the New Testament. Og det er så vigtigt at vi får en god forståelse af det gamle og det nye testamente. You know one of the issues that we face in the world today is that a lot of people neglect the Old Testament. Og, og mange af de ting vi står i i dag er at mange de forsømmer det gamle testamente. See without the creation there is nothing redemption. There's no redemption without creation. Og uden skabelsen så er det jo heller ingen forløsning. So you have to understand how God created us originally and what was his original purpose and then how sin broke that original purpose of God and how the restoration and salvation happens through the Lord Jesus Christ. Så vi må forstå hvordan Gud skabte verden og hvordan synden kom ind og 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 nedbrød Guds skaberværk, men hvordan Gud han bragte genoprettelsen, Guds frelsesplan igennem det hele gamle testament. Many years ago I was um, visiting a person who was in the hospital. For for nogle år siden så besøgte jeg en person der lå på hospitalet. He was in a, a, a wonderful hospital in Philadelphia. Et hospital i Philadelphia. His name was Eric and uh, you know we went to visit with him because he had uh, met with an accident and he had a lot of issues in his uh, body and they were trying to get him to good health. Og han hed Erik og han havde været ude for en ulykke og havde mange problemer på grund af ulykken. And I was talking to him one evening in the hospital and I was telling Eric, do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Og jeg talte med ham en aften på hospitalet, så sagde Erik, tror du på han Jesus Kristus? And he said I don't. Så sagde han, det gør jeg ikke. I said why not Eric? Why won't you believe that the Lord Jesus came to give you salvation? Og så sagde han, hvorfor ikke Erik? Hvorfor vil du ikke tro på at at han Jesus kom for at give dig frelse? He told me he said Besu I don't believe that we need salvation and I asked him why not. Og så sagde han Besu jeg tror ikke på at vi behøver frelse og jeg spurgte ham hvorfor ikke? And he said I don't believe in the creation story. Jeg tror ikke på skabelsen sagde han. So he said if creation story is not true then what why would I believe in salvation? Og så sagde han hvis skabelsen ikke er sand hvorfor skulle jeg så tro på frelsen? He said if I came from an animal which a lot of people think that you know just evolved into from an animal to a human being if that's what i believe why would i need salvation og så sagde han så hvis jeg tror på at vi nedstammer fra aberne fra et dyr hvad hvad skal hvad skal vi så have brug for frelsen for and i told him listen unfortunately what the scripture says is absolutely true and you, you need to believe that god created you in his own image and that's why you need the salvation of god og så sagde jeg, men nu er det sådan, at, at skrifterne er absolut sande, og, og det var Gud, der skabte verden, og derfor har du brug for frelsen. And of course, he, he, he did not believe what I said, and of course, unfortunately, you know, after a few days, he passed away, but uh, this person would not believe in Jesus, because he didn't feel the need to be saved because he didn't believe he was created by God in the first place. Og ulykkeligvis så så døde den her mand efter et par dage efter et par dage og han troede ikke på hvad jeg sagde, men derfor er det så vigtigt at vi vi tror på skabelsen for også at at vide og tro at vi har brug for frelsen. And you know I've always done this over the years you know I've ministered to a lot of young people a lot of youth ministry and I've always talked about the importance of understanding how God has created us in his own image. Og, og der, der har jeg brugt meget tid på uh, i i at tale med unge om både i vores egen kirke og andre steder 
øh, om vigtigheden er at, 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 at undervise dem om skabelsen, at Gud han har skabt verden. You know, the Bible says, remember your creator in the days of your youth. Og Bibelen siger, tænk på skaberen i ungdommens dage. That's a, there's a reason why the Bible says, remember your creator. It doesn't say, remember your redeemer. But if you don't understand God to be your creator, you will never understand him to be your redeemer. Og, og, og det er ikke tilfældigt, at det står, tænk på din skaber i ungdommens dage. Det står ikke, tænk på din forløser, men din skaber, fordi du har brug for at vide, at det er ham, der har skabt dig for at du kan se øh, nødvendigheden af en forløser. You know, thank God he created us in his own image. Priset være Herren at han skabte os i sit eget billede. That's why you and I can call him Abba Father. Og det er derfor du og jeg kan kalde ham for Abba Father. All of creation worships the, this living God, but as human beings we are special in that we are created in his very image and likeness. Og, og det er vigtigt at hele skabningen forstår at hvem Gud er, men, men vi kan prise ham, fordi vi er skabt i hans billeder. That is why coming to Christ is so important, because only Jesus can restore us back into that very image we were created with. Og det er derfor det er så vigtigt, at vi kommer til tro på Jesus, fordi det er kun ham, der kan, der kan forløse os og komme tilbage til det billede Gud han havde tænkt. What we lost in Adam, we have gained in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hvad vi mistede i Adam, det har vi vundet i Jesus Kristus. Halleluja. Halleluja. Thank God for that restoration of his image in us. Priset være Herren for hans genoprettelse i os. That's why one of the beautiful things that the Bible talks about is in Romans 8, Paul writes saying that you may be conformed to the image of his son the Lord Jesus Christ. Og det er derfor det står i Romerne 8 at vi må blive lige med Kristus som har formet os. God is trying to restore back the image of God in us. Gud han vil genetablere det, det, det billede han havde tænkt for os, altså at vi bliver vi bliver genetableret og født på And the first step of that restoration is coming to Christ. Og den første skridt i den her genetablering det er at komme til Kristus. And then the restoration begins to happen. Og så fortsætter restaureringen. But tonight, but tonight I, I, I just digressed a little bit, but I want to share with you from Joel chapter 2 because it's a powerful passage as to how you and I can be revived by the Lord. Men øh, her i aften, så skal vi se på Joel 2, omkring en kraftfuld skrift, og omkring, hvordan Gud han øh, genopretter os. Så so so jeg vil dele fem ting med dig. Say five things for revival. Sig fem ting for vækkelse. Okay, the first thing is God expects from us is repentance. Det første Gud han forventer af os, det er omvendelse. You know, Joel chapter 2 verse 12 goes like this. Og Joel 2, 12 siger. It says, Now therefore says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. So rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. Men selv nu, siger Herren, vend om til mig af hele jeres hjerte, med faste gråd og klage, sønderiv jeres hjerte og ikke jeres klæder. Vend om til Herren jeres Gud, 
For han er nådig og barmhjertig, sen til vrede og rig på troskab. Han kan fortryde ulykken. Verse 14. Who knows if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Måske vender han om og fortryder og lader sin velsignelse blive tilbage, så I kan bringe afgrødeoffer og drikoffer til Herren jeres Gud. So the first step that the scriptures teach us concerning revival is repentance. Så det første skridt Herren han underviser om for, med henblik på vækkelse, det er omvendelse. You know, repentance for a Christian is a way of life. Omvendelse for en kristen, det er en livsstil. And every time God wants to do bring about great revival in us, he begins at the place of repentance. Og, og, og hver gang Gud vil gøre noget i vores liv, så starter det med omvendelse. Repentance is not only when we first come to Christ. Omvendelse er ikke kun når vi første gang kommer til Kristus. But every day God calls us to repent and turn to him. Men hver dag vil Gud vi omvende os og kommer til ham. You know there's a difference between repentance from sin and repentance as a way of life in our walk with Jesus. Der er forskel på at omvende os fra synd og så have en livsstil af omvendelse. You know the first message that Jesus ever preached was on repentance. Det første budskab Jesus prædikede var omkring omvendelse. The first message that Peter preached was on repentance. Og det første budskab Peter prædikede var også om omvendelse. The first message that John the Baptist preached was on repentance. Det, det første budskab Johannes Døberen prædikede var omkring omvendelse. Without repentance we cannot even start to imagine what God wants to do in our lives. Uden omvendelse så kan vi slet ikke forestille os hvad det er Gud vil gøre i vores liv. And I believe that call to repentance is coming to the body of Christ in all nations. Og jeg tror det kald til omvendelse kommer til alle nationer. And repeatedly when Jesus spoke to the seven churches in the book of Revelation he talked about repentance. Og, og Jesus gentog også da han talte til de syv menigheder i åbenbaringsbogen omkring omvendelse. You know when we first repented from sin and turned to Christ we became the righteousness of God. Da vi første gang omvendte os fra synd og kom til Kristus, der blev vi retfærdiggjort. See, there are two kinds of righteousness in the Bible. Der er to slags retfærdiggørelse i Bibelen. One is the imputed righteousness, which is a gift from God. You cannot earn it. It just has been given to you as a gift. Den første retfærdiggørelse, der tales om, det er den gave, vi får. Vi kan ikke gøres fortjent til det. Det er en gave. But the second kind of righteousness is a righteousness that we have to live out every day practically to walk pleasing to the Lord. Men den anden retfærdiggørelse er en vi praktisk lever ud hver dag og som behager Herren. And so God is calling us to turn to him with all of our hearts. Så Gud han kalder os til at omvende os til ham af hele vores hjerte. And the call of God comes to his people around the world saying I want you to repent and turn to me with all your heart. Og Guds kald går ud til hele verden. Og, og hvor, hvor Herren han siger, at han vil, at vi alle skal omvende sig af hele deres hjerte. In the Old Testament times, every time they spoke about repentance, when the prophets would call on God's people to repent, the people would tear their clothes and put ashes over their head, and they will come before God. I det gamle testamente, når kaldet gik ud til omvendelse, så ville de rive deres tøj i stykker og putte ask over deres hoveder. But sometimes... 
their actions were only outward they would tear their garments but in their hearts they did not repent men nogen gang så det bare ligesom så en yder forestilling de vil godt nok rive tøj i stykker men deres hjerter var ikke omvendt look at verse 12 he says now therefore says the lord turn to me with all your heart say all, with all your heart og i vers 12 står der men selv nu siger herren vend om til mig af hele jeres hjerte sig af hele jeres hjerte with fasting with weeping and with mourning med faste gråd og klage. And I believe God is calling us to turn to him with all of our hearts. Og jeg tror Gud han kalder os til at omvende os til ham af hele vores hjerte. Verse 13 he says so rend your heart and not your garment. Og i vers 13 sønderiv jeres hjerte og ikke jeres klæder. You know the children of Israel were so used to tearing their garments but their hearts were not rent. Before the Lord. Israels børn var så vant til at rive deres klæder i stykker, men deres hjerter var langt fra Herren. You know, if we have to see true revival, we need to turn our hearts to the Lord. Hvis vi skal se vækkelse, så må vi vende vores hjerter til Herren. See, God does not work with people with superfluous faith. I mean, outward faith. Og Gud han arbejder ikke med folk, der kun har sådan øh, en yder påtaget tro. But God is calling us to turn to him with all of our hearts. Men Gud han kalder os til at vende os til ham af hele vores hjerte. So we can call on his name. Så so vi kan kalde på hans navn. That our prayers will be answered by him. Sådan at vores bønder vil blive besvaret. God is calling us to come to him with all of our hearts. Gud han kalder os til at komme til ham af hele vores hjerte. And look at what it says. It says return to the Lord your God. Se hvad det står, men selv nu vend om til Herren. And he says for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, he relents from doing harm. Vend om til Herren, ja Gud, for han er nådig og barmhjertig, sen til vrede og rig på troskab. You know God is calling us to repentance because he wants to correct the errors in our hearts. Fordi Gud ønsker at vi skal vende om til ham, fordi Gud han ønsker at korrigere ting i vores hjerter. You know our hearts are very deceptive. I ved godt at vores hjerter, de er meget, den er meget, det er meget bedrageri. You know one of the things that we tend to do is we follow our hearts and do a lot of things. En af de ting som vi har en tendens til, det er at vi følger vores hjerter og vi gør rigtig mange ting. But God wants to take a hold of our hearts. Men Gud vil først og fremmest tage hold i And the more we give our hearts to him, the more he can control our hearts. Og jo mere vi giver vores hjerter over til ham, jo mere kan han have kontrollen over vores hjerter. And God wants us to turn to him with all of our hearts. Og Gud vil at vi skal vende os til ham med hele vores hjerte. And verse 15 it says, blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation. Assembled elders gather the children and the nursing babes let the bridegroom go out from his chamber and the bride from her dressing room let the priests who minister to the Lord weep before the porch and altar let them say spare your people O Lord and do not give your heritage to reproach that the nations should rule over them why should they say among the peoples where is their God fra vers 15. Stød i hornet på Sion. Udråb en hellig faste. Udråb en sørgefest. I skal samle folket og hellige forsamlingen. I skal bringe de ældste sammen og samle børn og spæde. Brudgommen må forlade kammeret, bruden sit brudekammer. 
Mellem forhallen og alderet skal præsterne, herrens tjenere, græde og sige, Vær barmhjertig mod dit folk, herre. Gør ikke din ejendom til spot, så folkeslagene håner den. Hvorfor skal man sige blandt folkene, hvor er deres Gud? And as we repent, the Lord also wants us to begin to pray to him in a very special way. Og når vi omvender os, så vil Herren også at vi skal bede til ham på en helt speciel måde. So prayer becomes a part of repentance. Så bøn bliver en form for omvendelse. So the second step to seeing revival is prayer. Så det andet skridt til at se vækkelse, det er bøn. Look at what it says in verse 17 it says let them say spare your people O lord and do not give your heritage to reproach. Hvor det står i i vers eh uh, 17. Eller uh, jeg tror det er for 17 vers- second part it says let them say spare yeah. your people O lord. Yeah. Uh, in the Danish it's verse 8. No. Er det 17? Jo jeg tror faktisk det er en lang vers 17, hvor det står i den sidste halvdel, gør ikke din ejendom til spot, så folkene håner den. So God wants us to really call on his name, saying, Lord, we need your mercy, we need your grace in our lives. Så Herren vil, at vi virkelig skal kalde på ham og sige til ham, Herre, vi har brug for din nåde i vores liv. You know, sometimes we take God's grace and mercy for granted. Nogle gange så tager vi Guds nåde og barmhjertighed som en selvfølge. But the more we turn to him and more the more we ask him for his grace and mercy, the more he is going to reveal himself to us. Men jo mere vi vender os til ham og beder om hans nåde og barmhjertighed, so, jo mere vil han åbenbare sig for os. So prayer follows repentance. Så bøn følger efter omvendelse. And as we humble ourselves before God and as we call on his name. Og når vi ydmyger os ind for Gud og kalder på hans navn. God will begin to answer our heart's cry. Så vil Gud begynde at besvare vores hjertes råb. Look at what it says in verse 18. It says then the Lord will be zealous for his land and pity his people. The Lord will answer say to his people Behold I will send you grain and new wine and oil and you will be satisfied by them I will no longer make you a reproach among the nations. Oh i vers 18 der brænder Herren af nidkærhed for sit land han skåner sit folk Herren siger til sit folk Se jeg sender jer korn vin og olie så i bliver mætte jeg gør jer ikke mætte mere til spot blandt folkeslagene. The Lord will answer. Herren vil svare. See when we repent and when we begin to pray, the Lord will begin to answer. Når vi omvender os og begynder at bede, så vil Herren svare. And this is so important because God wants to do great things. Og det er så vigtigt for Herren vil gøre store ting. And I know many of us have seen revivals. Og jeg ved mange af os har set vækkelser. We have seen great things in the past. Og vi har set store ting. And God I, has done great things. I, I fortiden og Gud har gjort store ting. And he has been our faithful God. Han har været vores trofaste Gud. He has been he has watched over us in all these years and he has done amazing things. Og han har vågt over os alle de her år og gjort fantastiske ting. But from time to time God brings us into a season of repentance. Men fra tid til en anden så tager Gud os ind i en tid af omvendelse. I really believe we are in one of those seasons now. Og jeg tror virkelig vi er i en af de her tider nu. When the call of God comes to the body of Christ saying I want you to repent and begin to pray again. 
hvor Guds kald kommer til Kristi læme og siger, jeg vil, at I skal begynde at bede igen. Look at what it says in verse 8. It says, then the Lord. Say with me, then the Lord. Og så står der i vers 18, at så vil Herren gøre det. Sig det, så vil Herren gøre det. Anytime the Bible says then, you should always ask the question, when? Når Bibelen siger, at da vil Herren gøre det, så skal vi altid spørge, hvornår? When does God do these things? When will he begin to answer us? Hvornår vil han gøre det? Hvornår vil han begynde at svare os? When we repent and when we begin to pray together. Jo, når vi omvender os og begynder at bede til ham. You know, one of the things I have seen as I've traveled around the world and in many places I've seen, repentance has been a forgotten thing in the church. Og, og, og en af de ting, jeg har set, når jeg har rejst i mange lande, det er, at omvendelse, det er ligesom blevet en forsømt ting i mange kirker. We think, you know, we only when we first come to og vi tænker, jamen vi skulle jo bare omvende os, da vi første gang kom til Kristus. You know, but if you read the book of Revelation, what Jesus had to tell the churches, he said, that to the church, he said, you're neither cold nor hot, I want you to repent. Uh, og, og, og vi hører, hvordan Jesus han siger til, de her, til en menighed i Johannes åbenbaring, Gid du var kold eller varm. See one of the problems we have as human beings is we cannot always be in the place of revival and mountain top. We cannot be there. Because it goes up and down. It's like a graph, you know. En af de her ting det er ved at være menneske, det er at vi kan ikke hele tiden være på toppen, være på vækkelsens bølge. Det vil gå op og ned ligesom sådan en graf. Whether it's our personal life or our family or our church, it always goes up and down. Om det er vores personlige liv eller familieliv eller kirke, det vil ligesom køre sådan her. It's never like this. It'll go up. You'll feel on mountain top in one season, and another season you'll feel down and out. It goes up and down. The reason is, the more we yield ourselves, the more God can do great things through us. But as human beings, because of our frailties and our weaknesses, we tend to go down spiritually, and so God calls again. I want you to repent and turn to me. So, so det vil ligesom køre op og ned uh, i vores kristne liv, og på den måde kan Gud også arbejde i os, når det ikke hele tiden er på toppen, men vi må søge ham når vi også er i you, dalen. If you read the the what God did with the children of Israel in the Old Testament. Hvis du læser hvad Gud gjorde med Israels børn i det gamle testamente. And that's the same thing that God does with the church. Og det er det samme Gud gør med kirken. You know, every time the children of Israel were praising God, they were really sold out for God. They were following God with all their hearts. God would do amazing things. Og hver gang Israels børn virkelig var solgt ud for Gud og og bare ville følge ham, så kunne Gud gøre mægtige ting i deres liv. And then they would hit a rough spot, and then they would not trust in God anymore. And then the Lord will say, "I want you to repent and turn back to me." Og så vil de komme til et punkt, hvor de ikke fulgte ham længere, uh, og, og så siger Herren til dem, "Jeg vil at de skal vende om." He would always send a prophet to them, saying, "You know what? This is time for you to repent." And then they would repent, and then the Lord will begin to do great things again. Og han vil altid sende profeter til dem, som ville tale til dem om. And that's why God, I believe, is doing something in these days when God is calling us back to Himself. Og det er derfor, jeg tror, Gud han kalder os i den her tid, kalder os tilbage til Ham. Because what follows is a mighty restoration and revival. 
for hvad det følger efter, det er en mægtig genoprettelse og vækkelse. So you go from repentance to a time of prayer, a season of prayer and then God begins to answer those prayers. Så so du går altså fra en tid af omvendelse og til bøn og til vækkelse hvor Gud begynder at besvare bønderne. And, and part of the answer that comes from God is to help us overcome our enemies. Og, 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 og svaret som kommer fra Gud er også at hjælpe os til at overvinde vores fjender. I don't know what comes against your life and what kind of problems you're facing in your life, but I want you to know God by his mercy and grace will give us power to overcome the enemy. Jeg ved ikke hvad det kommer imod dit liv eller hvad det slår imod dig, men jeg ved Gud vil give os styrke til at overvinde de ting der kommer imod os. Look at verse 20. He says, "But I will remove far from you the northern army." I will drive him away into a barren and desolate land with his face toward the eastern sea and his back toward the western sea his stench will come up and his foul odor will rise because he has done monstrous things I vers 20 fjenden fra nord fjerner jeg fra jer jeg driver ham bort til det tørre og øde land hans fortrop i havet mod øst og hans bagtrop i havet mod vest And I don't know what kind of challenges particularly you're facing but the Lord says I'm going to give you victory over those things. Men jeg ved ikke hvilke udfordringer og, og problemer du står overfor, men Herren han siger at jeg vil give dig sejr over de ting. And as an answer to prayer God says you know what I'm going to give you grace to overcome your enemies. Og som svar på bøn så siger Gud at jeg vil give dig noget til at overvinde de her fjender. Look at that assurance God is giving. He says, "Fear not, O land; be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done marvelous things." Og i vers 21 så siger Herren, "Frygt ikke af jer jord; du skal juble og glæde dig, for Herren har gjort store ting." You know, as we turn to the Lord and as we begin to pray, the Lord gives us amazing answers and assurance. For når vi vender os til Herren og søger ham, så vil han give os And look at en verse, fantastisk look, forsikring eller styrker os i at han vil at, gøre det. Yeah, look at verse 23. He says, "Be glad then you children of Zion and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. The threshing floors shall be full of wheat, and the vats shall overflow with new wine and oil." Sian sønner i vers øh, 23 I skal juble og glæde jer Sian sønner over Herren jeres Gud for han giver jer regnen til retfærdighed han sender jer regnskyld efterårsregn og forårsregn som før tærskepladserne fyldes med korn persekarne flyder over med vin og olie You know the children of Israel at that time during the time of Joel went through a very difficult season Israels børn i Joels tid her, de gik igennem en meget vanskelig tid. Because they had great armies of locusts that would come and literally wipe out the land. Fordi der var store græshoppers sværme, der ville komme og, 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 og fuldstændig æde alle afgrøderne væk. The fruit of the land was gone, and there was so much discouragement among God's people, and they had no grain or new wine or oil. Everything was wiped out. Alt blev bare fuldstændig ribet af de her græshopper, så de ikke havde hverken til olie eller korn eller nogen ting. 
and so when the children of israel began to cry out to god saying god we are in deep trouble we really need you to come through for us the lord mercifully answered their hearts cry så der folket så vendte sig til herren i den situation og råbte til ham og bad om herrens hjælp så greb herren ind and that happened naturally but for us as god's people spiritually speaking things like that would happen og for dem så skete det i det naturlige men for os så vil det ske så er det et billede så vil vi se det i det åndelige you know the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy fjenden kommer for at stjæle slagte og ødelægge but the lord jesus came to give us abundant life men han jesus kom for at give os overflodsliv But the more we cry out to him the more we turn to him with all of our hearts the lord is able to answer our hearts cry and give us the breakthrough we are looking for men jo, men jo mere vi råber til herren og og og, og søger ham og vender os til ham jo mere kan han øh, bryde igennem for os you know the breakthrough comes from the lord himself genbrud kommer fra herren selv see our true answer comes from god not from people Vores sande svar på ting kommer fra ham, fra Herren og ikke fra mennesker. And it, it's important we begin to cry out to God again and again and again. Så det er så vigtigt at vi råber ud til Herren igen og igen og igen. See the more we pour our hearts before God, the more God is able to do things in our lives. Jo mere vi udøser vores hjerter for ham, jo mere kan han gøre i vores liv. And that's you know that's the third thing you know, repentance, prayer, answer. Og det er den tredje ting, omvendelse, bøn og svar. Ja, yeah, say with me repentance. Sig med mig omvendelse. Prayer. Bøn. Answer. Svar. And number four is restoration. Og nummer 4 er genoprettelse. Verse 25, look at what it says. Se hvad det står i vers 25. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust and the chewing locust, my great army which I sent among you. Jeg har stadig jer de år, da græshoppen åd, da laven, gnaveren og bideren åd, min store herrestyrke, som jeg sendte mod jer. The Lord says I will restore to you. Oh Herren han siger jeg vil genoprette. In a true restoration comes from the Lord himself. Sand genoprettelse kommer fra Herren selv. And he says I will restore to you the years which the locusts have eaten. Og han siger at jeg vil genoprette de år hvor græshopperen har et. I don't know how um you know your situation is and what you are facing in your life and if you're saying you know what I have lost many years in all these things that I went through. The Lord wants to give us that word of assurance tonight and promise saying I will restore to you the years which the locusts have eaten. Jeg ved ikke hvad du har gennemgået, men og, øh, hvad du har oplevet i dit liv, hvor græshopperen har et, men Herren han vil genoprette de år, hvor græshopperen har et i dit liv. How many of you believe that the Lord is going to bring about restoration in your life? Hvor mange her tror på at Herren han vil bringe genoprettelse i dit liv. Our God is a loving, merciful God. Vores her han er en vidunderlig, kærlig, elskende Gud. I don't know what you have lost in your life. Jeg ved ikke hvad du har mistet i dit liv. You know years of brokenness. Or a brutal. Your years of sorrow or pain. Or a sorrow or smerte. Whatever it is, God is able to restore those years lost in your life. Hvad end det er, så er Gud stor nok til og i stand til at 
genoprette de år hvor du har mistet. And the wonderful thing about the Lord is when he restores he does such an amazing quick job. Og det vi underlig med Herren det er når han genopretter så gør han et hurtigt værk. Halleluja. Halleluja. You know I love the Lord's work in each believer's life. Jeg elsker Herrens virke i den enkelte troendes liv. I, I want you to know that you are precious to the Lord. Jeg vil bare du skal vide at du er dyrbar for Herren. And your life matters to God. Og dit liv betyder noget for God. God cares about each one of you very much. Gud han bryder sig rigtig meget om dig. And God is setting you up for victory in your og, life. Og Gud han er ved at og sæt dig op til sejr. And he says I know the plans I have towards you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Og han siger, han siger jeg ved hvilke tanker jeg tænker om, jeg tænker om fremtid og ikke om ulykke. <laughs> to give you a hope and a future. Og give dig et håb og en fremtid. Hallelujah. I really Hallelujah. believe God is going to do an amazing work. Hvor mange her tror at, at Herren han skal gøre et fantastisk virke eller hvad? In Tronzo I believe God is going to do. In Tronzo i really believe God is going to send an amazing revival. Og jeg tror på at Herren skal sende en mægtig vækkelse. But these are the steps God will walk us through. Men det her det er skridtene Herren han vil tage os igennem. He will walk us through the step of repentance. Han vil tage os igennem omvendelse. He will walk us through the step of prayer. Og af bøn. And he will walk us through the step of answers from him. Og tage os igennem skridtene af svar fra ham. And the step of restoration in our lives. Og, og dernæst genoprettelse i vores liv. Look at what it says. Part of the restoration it says verse 26. Og en del af genoprettelsen står i vers 26. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. I skal spise og spise og blive mætte. And praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. Og lovprise Herren jeres Guds navn, når han handler underfuldt mere. Mit folk skal aldrig blive gjort til skamme. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. Så skal I forstå, at jeg er hos Israel eller i Israels I am midte. the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. Jeg er Herren jeres Gud, og der er ingen anden. Mit folk skal aldrig blive gjort til skam. Again we read those words. Then you shall know. Og så læser vi igen de her ord, og så skal I vide. And you have to ask yourself when, then meaning when. Og du spørger igen dig selv, hvornår. You know when we walk through those those steps. Og du forstår når vi går igen de her skridt of repentance, prayer and answer and restoration, then you will begin to see God at work. Igennem omvendelse, bøn og genoprettelse, så vil du se Herren virke. You know God is very different from us. Gud han er meget anderledes end os. You know God never skips steps. Gud han springer aldrig over nogen skridt. I don't know how many of you you know when you in some of the young people you know they can when they climb steps or jump you know climb down steps they skip steps you know they'll just dump two two, two steps at a time. I ved når unge de uh, springer rundt og skal måske ned ad nogle trapper eller et eller andet så kan de let Tag to trappetrin i et spring. I, I, I'm always fascinated when people do that, you know, just jump two steps, three steps, they can go up. Og jeg er altid fundet, når folk kan gøre det der med at springe skridt over, eller hvad, springe trin over, I og tage never, to eller tre trin op. Right, I would never try that, because I know I'll fall. <laughs> jeg vil ikke prøve det, fordi jeg ved, at jeg vil falde. You know, but God never skips steps. Men Gud, han 
springer aldrig nogen trin over. He always goes one step at a time. Han tager et skridt ad gangen. There are no shortcuts with God. Der er ikke så nogen genveje med Gud. He always follows his principles. Han følger altid sine principper. And there's, a, there's an expression in America, never put the uh, cart before the horse. Uh, det er sådan et ordsprog i USA, hvor man siger, sæt aldrig vognen foran hesten. You know, sometimes we reverse the order, you know? Nogle gange så bytter vi rundt på ordningerne. But God is a God of order. Men vores Gud, han er ordningernes Gud. And he walks us through those steps, every single step. Og han tager os igennem de her skridt, hver enkelt skridt. And as we get to this, this step of restoration. Og som vi kommer til den her You know, skridt, eller til den her uh, nummer af genoprettelse. Look at what it says in verse 28. Så, så hør, hvad det står i vers 28. It shall come to pass afterward. Uh, I den danske, så er det ny kapitel 3 og vers 1. Det skal ske derefter. Say afterward. Sige derefter. You know, we love this verse. Joel 2.28 is the verse we all love. Okay, It says, It shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Uh, I den her oversættelse, der er det kapitel 3.1. Det skal ske derefter, og vi alle elsker det her vers, at jeg vil udgyde min ånd over alle mennesker. Jeres sønner og døtre skal profetere, og jeres gamle skal have drømme, og jeres unge skal se syner. Every Holy Spirit filled believer loves this verse. Joel 2.28 is a verse that we all love, and we all, you know, just say it, even from our, in our sleep, we can say that verse. Og det her, det vers, det er et vers, vi alle, når vi er frelst, så elsker vi det her vers, enten jo 2.28 eller 3.1 så elsker vi at, 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 at citere det her vers selv i drømmen. But the key word there is one word, afterward. Men nøgleordet her det er det, det ord her, derefter. Afterward meaning after all these things you will see the Holy Spirit poured out. Efter alle de her ting vil du se Helligånden blive udgivet. Not before that. Ikke før. So we if we have to see the mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Så so skal vi se en mægtig udgivelse af den hellige ånd. Like all of us have seen in the past. Som vi alle har set tidligere. How many of you have seen the outpouring of the Holy Spirit? Hvor mange her har set en udgivelse af den hellige ånd? All of us have seen it, right? Det har vi alle set. We have seen great things God do in the past. Vi har set Gud gøre store ting tidligere. But God wants to do greater things going forward. Men Gud han ønsker at gøre mægtige ting i den kommende tid. And and you know God walks us through this cycle one more time. He's saying, you know what? You want to see a greater revival? I want you to walk through this cycle again so I can pour out my spirit. Og Gud han arbejder i cirkler, og han vil at vi skal gå igennem de her cirkler igen med omvendelse og bøn og, øh, og genoprettelse. Ja, yeah. the greater revival God has in store is coming, and we need to walk through these steps to see that happen in our lives. Og Gud han har større vækkelser for os, og for at vi skal se det, så må vi følge de her skridt. Halleluja. Halleluja. How many of you believe God is getting ready to do something powerful? Hvor mange tror at Gud han er ved at gøre noget mægtigt, kraftfuldt? See, God is in the in the business of cleaning up our hearts and our lives. Gud han er i businessen er at rense ud i vores liv, i vores hjerter og i vores liv. In my own life I have seen so many times this circle happen again and again and again. I mit eget liv så har jeg set den her cirkel fungerer. That's, 
igen og igen og igen. That's why I said, you know, our Christian life can be like this. You know, all of us wish it'll go like this, but it goes like this. Og, og, og derfor kan vi se i vores liv, at vi, vi ønsker, at det skulle gå sådan her, men det går mange gange sådan her. And he calls us into a season of repentance, so he can revive us again. Og han kalder os ind i omvendelse, så han kan vække os på ny. Halleluja. 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 You know what this revival will do? It'll bring the salvation to many, many new people. Og, og, og for, hvad, hvad eller frelsen vil gøre, det, den vil gøre det, at den bringer nyt liv til mange mennesker. Look at verse 32. Og se på vers 32. This is the last verse in this chapter, and we're going to close with this. Og vi skal afslutte med det vers. He says, then it shall come, and it shall come to pass. Og, og, og så skal, vil det ske. See, when it will come to pass, when God begins to pour out the Spirit, and out of this revival will come great salvation. <laughs> Og ud af den vækkelse, når Herren udgiver sin ånd, der vil der komme store, eller der vil komme mægtig frelse. And he says that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Så hvem som helst, som kalder på Herrens navn, skal blive frelst. And in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there shall be deliverance, as the Lord has said, among the remnant whom the Lord calls. Og på Sions bjerg og Jerusalem skal der være redning eller frelse, som Herren har sagt. And then you will begin to see God new souls. Og så vil vi begynde at se, hvordan Herren han bringer nye sjæle ind. When God begins to pour out a spirit upon all flesh. Når Herren han begynder at udgyde when sin ånd over alt when kød. Sons and daughters are raised up in the prophetic. Når sønner og døtre bliver rejst op i det profetiske. And when God begins to pour out his spirit upon his maid servants and men servants. Og når Herren han udgyder sin ånd over sine trælder og trælfinder. And when the revival begins to catch on the fire of God begins to spread far and wide. Når Guds ild begynder at sprede sig overalt. And then you will see many many people getting saved. Så vil vi se mange mennesker der bliver frelst. That's exactly what happened on the day of Pentecost. Og det var præcis det det skete på Pinsedagen. See when you look at the scripture that's why I said there's nothing new under the sun as the Bible says. Og det er derfor når vi ser i skriften og som Bibelen siger der er intet nyt under solen. God always has set the principles in his word so you and I can look at it and learn how he did it in the past and he will do it yet again. Og Gud han har sat sine principper i ord, så vi kan se på det også i tid i slægterne her. See in the early church, Jesus picked the 12 disciples. I den tidlige kirke, der udvalgte Jesus sig 12 disciple. And of course Judas was gone. Og Judas han var væk. But he worked with 11. Men han arbejdede med de 11. Even though they ran off when Jesus went to the cross, they were all gone. Selvom de gemte sig, da Jesus skulle på korset. And after his death and his resurrection, he calls them back. He goes to the Sea of Galilee and he meets with his disciples. And you know, you know what? He is a, is a, Jesus is a great cook. You know, he cooked food for them and he, he fed them and he made sure that they understood that he is the risen Savior. Og efter at Jesus var opstået, så mødtes han med dem i Galilea. Og Jesus han var en dygtig uh, kok, så han, han serverede også stegt fisk 
for him after hands off Jesus had you know he had different circles around him he had the closest three Peter James and John then he had the 12 and then he had the 70 and then he had the 120 then he had the 500 at one time and you know Jesus had circles and circles of people around him og Jesus han had flere cirkler omkring sig. Han havde de tre, Peter, Jakob og Johannes, som stod ham nærmest, og så var det de 12, og dernæst de 70, og de 120, og så var det mængderne. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 15, saying that at one time 500 people saw Jesus alive, after his resurrection. Og, 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 og Was it Paul, Paul. Paul. Paulus han skrev, at han så, at 500 havde set Jesus efter hans opstandelse. You know why Jesus took time to convince them that he is the risen savior. Og Jesus han tog tid på at, at, at overbevise dem om, at han var den opstandende frelser. After Jesus rose again from the dead, 40 days he spent with his disciples, teaching them about the kingdom of God. Og efter hans opstandelse, så tilbragte han 40 dage sammen med sine disciple og underviste dem om Guds rige. And before their very eyes, he was taken up into heaven, ascended into heaven. Og, og frem for deres egne øjne, så så de, hvordan Jesus han blev taget op til himlen. After he ascended into heaven, 10 days after that, Till the, from the 40th to the 50th day, they were all in the upper room praying and with one accord. Og, og efter hans opstandelse fra den 40. til den 50. 20. dag, der var de forsamlet i øversalen i bøn. Acts 1:14 says they were they all continued with one accord in prayer. Og i Apostlenes 1:14 står der hvordan de bare fortsatte i bøn i en ånd. From their backslidden state they had to come back and humble themselves and pray and cry out to God. Fra deres frafaldne tilstand så må de komme tilbage og bare råbe til Herren. <coughs> And as a result, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit happened in Acts 2:1. Og resultatet blev apostlenes gerninger to udgivelsen af Helligånden. We all love Acts chapter 2 when the outpouring of the Holy Spirit happened. Og vi elsker alle apostlenes gerninger to, hvor vi ser udgivelsen af den Helligånden. But we forget what led up to that event. Men vi glemte hvad det ledte frem til. There was a process Jesus walked them through before the day of Pentecost. Der var en proces som Jesus ledte disciplene igennem før pinsen. And that process is not easy. Og den proces var ikke let. But it prepared them for the mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Men det forberedte dem for en mægtig udgivelse af den Helige Ånd. So much so when Peter stood up to preach, people listened and 3000 people got saved. Så meget så da Peter han stod op for at prædike, så var det 3000 der blev frelst. So as the body of Christ if we have to see great revival, we have to walk through those steps of humbling ourselves before God before he can pour out his spirit. Så som hans folk, så må vi ydmyge os selv og råbe til ham for udgivelsen. And I really believe God is calling us into that kind of a season. Og jeg tror virkelig at Guds ånd kalder os ind i den tid. Halleluja. Halleluja. There are greater things God has in store has in store for us. Så Gud han har store ting beredt for os. So if you're discouraged, I want to encourage you tonight saying, look up, God has great things in store. Så hvis du er mismodig, så vil jeg så vil jeg opmuntre dig at sige, se op. For Herren han har store ting i vente. The more we humble ourselves before him. Jo mere vi ydmyger os selv ind for ham. The more we repent, the more we cry out to him. Jo mere vi omvender os og råber til ham. You know, 
sometimes you know we think that oh Jesus paid it all and then we don't have to do anything. Og nogle gange så tænker vi at Jesus betalte det hele så vi behøver ikke gøre noget. The early church was different. Den første kirke var anderledes. They didn't say Jesus you paid it all we're good we're fine they didn't say it the bible says when they came under opposition they humbled themselves and began to cry out to him in acts chapter 4 they said lord you show yourself strong lord and father we pray you will reveal your mighty hand as they began to cry out to god the bible says the holy spirit was poured out there and the place was shaken by the power of god den første kirke råbte til herren og, og, og hver gang de var havde modstand eller noget, så råbte de til Gud. They didn't pray mild prayers. Og de bad ikke sådan nogle små fine bønder. They prayed like Jesus prayed. You know how Jesus prayed? De bad som Jesus bad. Ved hvordan Jesus bad? The Bible says in Hebrews 5:7 that he cried out with vehement cries. Og i, i Hebræen, and with tears. Og Hebræen, and he was står, heard for his godly fear. I Hebræerne står der hvordan Jesus han råbte med inderlig brændende bøn under tårer, og han blev hørt på grund af if, hans brændende bønder. If Jesus prayed with vehement cries, Så hvis Jesus bad på grund af hans inderlige bøn, how, how do you think we should pray? hvordan skulle vi så ikke bede? If Jesus prayed with vehement cries, så hvis Jesus bad med, med inderlig brændende bøn, with tears or tore that is how jesus prayed det var sådan jesus bad and jesus is our best example og jesus er vores bedste eksempel amen amen and when we pray like that heaven will open over our lives så når vi beder sådan så vil himlen være åben over vores liv our answer comes from heaven not from people vores svar kommer fra himlen og ikke fra mennesker. We need an open heaven vi har brug for en åben himmel we need the power of god to be manifested vi har brug for at Guds kraft må blive manifesteret. We need to see amazing things happen. Og vi har brug for at se vidunderlige ting ske. When Peter walked, his shadow fell on the sick and they were healed. Da Peter gik og hans skygge faldt på mennesker, blev de helbredt. And such amazing miracles God wants to do. Og Gud ønsker at gøre sådanne vidunderlige mirakler. We have to learn to pray like the early church. Men vi må bede som den tidlige kirke. They were not just saying, you know what? Jesus paid it all and we're good and all that. De sagde ikke bare, at Jesus betalte det hele, og så, så det er jo fint. Jesus paid it all, true. Det er sandt at Jesus betalte det for gjorde alt. But the, but the Lord also said the kingdom of God suffers violent and the violent take it by force. Men Bibelen siger også at i den sidste tid, der skal de voldelige tage Guds rige med storm. Jesus said if I by the spirit of God cast out devils then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Og Jesus sagde også at hvis jeg ved Guds hånd kaster dæmoner ud så er Guds rige kommet til jer. Amen. Amen. God wants us to be like Jesus. Gud ønsker at vi skal være som Jesus. We have to follow his example, his life, his role model that we should look up to. Og følge hans eksempel. Halleluja. Halleluja. I believe God wants to do great things. Jeg tror på at Gud vil gøre store ting. Tonight can we pray and ask the Lord, Lord, I just want to see great things, Lord. I aften kan vi bede og sige her, vi ønsker at se store ting. I want to see the heavens open. Jeg vil se himlen åben. Jesus said in John 1:51 he said, 
From now on you will see the heavens open over the son of man Jesus angels han, ascending and descending over the son of man Og Jesus han sagde i Johannes øh, at nu vil vi se himlen åben og Guds engle stige op og ned And I really believe God wants to give us great breakthroughs Og jeg tror virkelig at, at Gud ønsker at give os et stort gennembrud 2024 is a very important year Og 2024 er et vigtigt år This is one of the most important years. Det er de vigtigste år. This is a year when God wants to give us great breakthroughs. Det her det er et år hvor Gud ønsker at give os store gennembrud. This is a year of change. Et år af forandring. 2024 don't take it lightly. It's not like any other year. Så so tag ikke 2024 let på 2024. Det er ikke som alle andre år. One of the most important years we have ever lived in our lives. Det er et af de vigtigste år vi har levet i vores liv. I'm not saying just because this is new year. I'm just telling you the truth. Jeg siger ikke det her bare fordi vi står, vi har et nyt år nu her, men this det er sandheden. Is a very important year for each one of us. Det er et vældig vigtigt år for hver eneste en af os. It's a very important year for the kingdom of God. Og det er et vældig vigtigt år for Guds rige. When the Holy Spirit is getting us ready for a mighty revival. Hvor Helligånden får os klar til en mægtig vækkelse. It's a year of preparation. Det er et år af forberedelse. A year of change. Og af forandring. A year of breakthrough. Og af gennembrud. When the Holy Spirit is turning our hearts back to him. Vår Helligånden får vores hjerter tilbage til ham. I believe this year is going to be a year like the early church was. Og jeg tror på det her år skal blive et år som den første kirke. When God is calling us to himself. Hvor Gud kalder os til sig selv. And the Lord says you are mine. Og hvor Herren siger du er min. Hallelujah. Whatever challenges you're going through. Uanset hvilke udfordringer du går God will bring you out of it. Så vil Herren tage dig ud af det. I want to close with this promise in Isaiah 43. Jeg vil afslutte med at løfte det i Isaias 43. You know, if you're going through a challenging time. Så hvis du går igennem udfordrende tider. The Holy Spirit wants to remind you. Så vil Helligånden påminde dig. That he's a God who's going to bring you through all of that. At Gud vil tage dig igennem alt det. Isaiah 43 verse 1 and 2. Isaiah 43 1 og 2. He says, but now thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. Men nu siger Herren, han som skabte dig, Jakob, han som dannede dig, Israel, Frygt ikke, for jeg har løskøbt dig. Jeg kalder dig ved navn, du er min. Går du gennem vand, er jeg med dig. Gennem floder skyller de ikke sammen over dig. Går du gennem ild, bliver du ikke forbrændt. Flammen brænder dig ikke. The Lord says, you are mine. Herren siger, du er min. Halleluja. Halleluja. The Lord takes ownership of our lives. Herren tager ejerskab over vores liv. You belong to the Lord. Du tilhører Herren. And he says I have redeemed you. Og han siger jeg har forløst Jesus dig. Jesus has redeemed us by his blood. Og Jesus han har forløst os ved sit blod. You have been bought with a price. Og du har købt med en pris. That Jesus paid for each one of us on the cross of Calvary. Som Jesus betalte for hver eneste en af os på korset. And because you belong to the Lord. Og fordi du tilhører Herren. In verse 2 he says when you pass through the waters I will be with you. Og i vers 2 står der når du går gennem vandet er jeg med dig. 
and through the rivers they shall not overflow you. Og gennem floder, de skal ikke skylle sammen over dig. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Og når du går igennem ild, bliver du ikke forbrændt. Nor the flames scorch you. Og flammen brænder dig ikke. You know the amazing thing about God is when He is with us. Det forunderlige med Gud når han er med os. We may go through troubles. Det kan godt være at vi går igennem problemer. But it's always God says I will bring you through. Men Herren siger altid jeg vil bringe dig igennem. It is only for a season. Det er kun for en tid. You don't stay in those troubles. Du forbliver ikke i de problemer. But you walk through them. Men du går igennem dem. Whether it is the waters or the river or the fire you walk through them. Om det er vand eller flod eller And the Lord says you will not it will not overflow you. Og, og, og Gud så siger at de vil ikke skylle hen over dig. He says you will not be burned you will the flame shall not scorch you. Og du vil ikke blive forbrændt og luen skal ikke brænde dig. And through all the tests that we go through we will have a testimony. Igen alle de test vi går igennem der vil vi få et vidnesbyrd. And we will be able to say the Lord is faithful. Og vi vil kunne sige, Herren, han er trofast. The Lord has given me the victory. Herren har givet mig sejr. The Lord has been with me. Herren har været med mig. You know that is who our God is. Det er den vores Gud er. You know when we go through troubles. Når vi går igennem problemer. Sometimes people leave us. Så er det nogle gange folk forlader os. But Jesus never leaves us. Men Jesus forlader os aldrig. He says, "I will never leave you. I will never forsake you." Han siger, "Jeg vil aldrig forlade dig og aldrig svigte dig." He says, "Fear not. I am with you." Frygt ikke, jeg er med dig, siger han. You know, there's one person you and I can count on always. Der er en, som du og jeg vi altid kan regne med. He is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Og han er en ven der er nærmere end en bror. He says even though your father and mother forsake you I will not leave you. Han siger selvom far far eller mor vil forlade dig så vil jeg aldrig forlade dig. He says I will be with you. Jeg vil være med dig. I will make sure that the waters don't overflow. Og jeg vil sikre mig at vandene aldrig skyller hen over. I will make sure that you're not burned the flame will not scorch you. Og jeg sikrer mig at ilden skal ikke brænde dig og 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 jeg brænder dig. Think about the three Hebrew young men. Tænk på de tre eh eh hebreere der Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. Ja, Shadrach, Meshach, Sag og They were thrown in fire. Som blev smidt i ilden. But the fourth person was standing there, the son of God was walking with them. Men den fjerde person var også i ovnen. And when they Guds came out, when they came out, the Bible says. Og da de kom ud, siger Bibelen. They did not even smell of man, the fire. Man kunne ikke engang lugte røg ved dem. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know when God brings us out of all our troubles. Når Gud tager os ud af alle vores problemer. We will have a testimony. Så får vi et vidnesbyrd. God is faithful. Gud er trofast. Amen. It's not about us. Det handler ikke om os. It's about him. Men om ham. It's not about what we go through. Det handler ikke om hvad vi går igennem. It's about the testimony of his faithfulness. Men det er om et vidnesbyrd af hans trofasthed. What a wonderful God we have. Hvilken vidunderlig Gud vi har. God is getting ready to prove who he is in the world today. Gud han forbereder sig på at vise over for verden hvem han er i dag. For too long people have looked down upon the people of God. Alt for længe så har folk set ned på Guds folk. A time is coming the Lord says my people will never be ashamed. 
tiden kommer, hvor Herren han siger, at mit folk skal ikke blive til skamme. Halleluja. Can we stand to our feet as we pray tonight? Kan vi stå op på vores fødder, som vi beder nu her i aften? The Lord is going to fight your battles. Herren han skal kæmpe dine kampe. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stå stille og se Herren. And the Bible says the Egyptians you see today you will see them no more. Og Bibelen siger de Egypter I ser nu skal I ikke se længere. The God who fought for them back then. Den Gud der kæmpede for dem den gang. Is the one who is fighting for you today. Er den samme der kæmper for dig i dag. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands and thank him for so who he is. Så bare hænder og tak ham for hvem han er. He loves you with an everlasting love. Han elsker dig med en evig kærlighed. The Bible says if God did not spare his son but gave him up for us how much more will he give us all things with him. Og Bibelen siger at Gud som ikke sparede sin egen søn men gav ham hen for os alle, hvor skulle han kunne end den give os alt med ham? The proof that God loves us is when you see Jesus on the cross dying for you. Beviset på at Gud elsker dig er når du ser Jesus på korset. Oh, and he rose again from the dead victorious. Og han blev oprejst sejrrigt igen. That same Jesus lives in your heart. Den samme Jesus bor i dit hjerte. The one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Den der bor i dig er større end ham der i verden. Hallelujah. Begin to thank him for the victory in your life. Så bare begynd at takke ham for sejr i dit liv. Hallelujah. Rabakashianda. Come on, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Rianthura bashikabarala rikandaralaba. The spirit of God is filling you right now just receive orama sakata. Så the fire of God is coming upon your life. I see the Lord stirring a fresh fire in your heart. Og jeg ser Herren han opildner en frisk ild i dit liv. Oh, the fire of God is filling your heart right now. He's baptizing you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Han døber dig med helligånd og ild. The fire of God is burning in your heart tonight. Og Guds ild brænder i dit hjerte. Rabasikala rabushihala radarala rabunianda. Iarabushihala ritana mahasikandaralaba. Oraniridi hasiharala rabunianderilabara kandaralaba. Lord, fresh fire, Lord God, fresh fire of the Holy Ghost. Let the fire of God burn in every heart, Lord, in Jesus' name, Father. Fill your people, O God. Fill them with your power, O God. Fill them with your grace, O God. Fill them with your strength, Father. Fill them, Lord, with fresh passion for you, Lord God. Fresh anointing, O God. With fresh oil. En frisk olie of the Holy Spirit. Oh God, fill every person, Lord God. Oh hallelujah Lord hallelujah 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 Rianturala rabahasikandarala rabudiandaralaba Receive a fresh anointing from the Lord tonight Bare tag imod en frisk salvelse fra Herren i aften Hallelujah Lord hallelujah Lord Hallelujah Lord Riabanaka sandaralaba I'm just going to close in prayer and after that if anybody needs prayer please feel free to come up we'd we'll, love to pray with you. Vi skal bare afslutte med en bøn her og er det nogen der har brug for forbøn så er I velkommen til at komme frem efter vi beder nu her. Thank you Jesus. Father we thank you for this beautiful 
evening, Father. Far, vi takker dig for den her skønne aften. Thank you for your presence here in our midst, Lord. Tak for dit nærvær her i vores midte. God, we just pray for a mighty breakthrough. Og vi ber om et mægtigt gennembrud. Father, I just pray for Lord every person, Lord who's going through challenges. Hey, I pray about for everyone that go igenom problems or trængsler. I pray, Lord, tonight would be that night of miracle in their lives. Hey, I pray on that evening would be that evening with miracles in their lives. Set them up for victory, O oh God. Hey, give them sire, hey. And Father, I pray will fulfill your purpose in every person's life. Oh, hey, fulfill your purpose in every person's life. We cry out to you for your mercy and grace, Father. We cry out to you for your mercy and grace, Father. Thank you that you paid it all on the cross. Thank you that you paid it all on the cross. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, Father. Og vi takker dig for den hellige ånd. And we pray that you will strengthen your people, Lord Jesus. Og må du styrke dit folk her. Father, I pray for great things. Og jeg beder om store ting her. In this year and beyond. I det her år og i de år Father, I pray this will be the year of beginning of great things. Her må det her år være begyndelsen af store ting. Hallelujah. Thank you that you are the God who crowns the year with your goodness, Father. Tak her, du er den der kroner året med din godhed. Crown your people with goodness, Father God. Kron dit folk med godhed. Let them experience your great things, Father God. Må de opleve store ting her. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Lord. Tak, Jesus. Tak fordi du lyttede med til denne udsendelse fra Tronsvor. For mere information og for at kontakte os, gå til www.tronsvor.dk.